A lot of people make fun of me, but I don't care. I know it's there. Tim Peeler swears he had an encounter with one of the most legendary beasts in history, Bigfoot. Well, he was what I would call a Sasquatch. Peeler says there's no film of his recent sighting because he was too nervous to go for his camera. But he says Bigfoot walked right by him. He had gray hair and a gray beard that come down here. But he had long hair that was... Uh, yellowish gray. He says he spotted the creature one night when he was startled by his dog's barking and he peered out the window and there it was. I talked rough to him and run him off. And he come right by me. He wasn't 10 foot from me. He went back out that path. Peeler vows to get proof next time. Seeing is believing. So I'll try to get him on film. A St. Louis University biology professor says there have been more than 2,500 Bigfoot sightings in the past 100 years in every state and parts of Canada. Myra Lopez, The Associated Press. stranger than you think it's stranger than you can think well, there's a statement i use if you're green you grow if you're ripe you rot so i like to stay green until i'm <laughs> not here anymore just keep learning because that's what it's all about and welcome to the show you're listening to bigfoot in the citizen scientist podcast i'm your host tyler and i want to thank you for being here if you've had an encounter or story you would like to share with me, shoot me an email. My email address is sciencemeetsbigfoot at gmail.com, or you can contact me on the message button on the Anchor platform. Message me on social media, or you can give the voicemail line a call. That number is 641-715-3900, using extension 448-449 when prompted. 
there, you can leave a voicemail at any length of your choosing with a story or multiple stories, or just come by and say hi or give me some feedback. Any and all is receptive. I wanted to apologize about last episode's error. It unfortunately was the product of trying to adapt to not having a laptop screen yet, but I fixed the episode and the correct version is back up for your enjoyment. Speaking of enjoyment, I had the privilege to have one of the most controversial figures in the Bigfoot community come on for an interview, Mr. C. Wayne Wilson. He has had a lot of support from people and almost equal negative attention. From his YouTube page to his latest filmings with Stacy Brown Jr., some people believe him, some don't. Where do you stand? Sit back, relax, and decide for yourself as we go down the rabbit hole with C. Wayne Wilson. Nothing said, implied, or established in any way, shape, or form by the guests necessarily reflects the views or opinions of this podcast or its supporters. Some of you may not know me, but I've got a story to tell. I see things that most can't see. Now, while some of you may not believe that, you will soon. So come along with me on my journey with monsters. What you are about to see is the story of C. Wayne Wilson, a middle-aged former wrestling promoter from Reedsville, North Carolina. Now in case you missed it, Wayne sees monsters. I met Wayne online last year and after a few conversations, I was captivated by his story. And I'm not crazy. I mean, I've actually seen this. It was a vision that they gave me once. Yeah. But if it hadn't have been as dark as it was, I could have got a selfie with him because he was right that close. You know how good you can see it, but you can see he's in there, he's got his head turned and he's got a big smile on his face and a bag of fast food in his hand. Now most of the monsters he sees are Bigfoots or Sasquatch. Wayne is not just a character, he is a character. Wayne is not pretending to be a character, Wayne is a character. Wayne has even had a brush with the MIB or Men in Black. Really tall, black hat, black sunglasses, black suit. Black slacks, shiny black shoes. Didn't look crazy. like nothing that should have been on this trail. Show what? Explore the possibilities. If you don't question everything, then what, what are you doing if you don't question it, you know? So come along and join us on my journey with monsters. This story, I mean, this story, I'm going to tell you right now, I was going to just shoot it and put it on YouTube, but I figured I needed, I wanted to save it for something, you know, something big, you know. Mm-hmm. So them guys over there, uh, them guys over there did that last interview, didn't give me the time of day. They gave me 30 minutes, well, 25 minutes. Stacy Brown, Stacy Brown called me furious. He said, that's all they time they gave you to talk about that stuff? I said, well, he spent 15 minutes talking about my food. I said, yeah. so he gave, me, he gave me 10 minutes to try to get this in, and I couldn't get it in. You know, I, I got enough for the story about the, you know, phone call, you know, but as far as this other thing goes, it's, I mean, I think this is a, 
if you want me to go ahead and start, I'll go ahead and start and tell you. If, if, if you wouldn't mind, uh, I'll have you hold off for one second. Sure. <clears throat> um, um, so after uh, after you do like a little preview on how people can find your YouTube page, then you can get it. Then I'll have you get into what you want to talk about. Okay. So, like I'm talking like two minutes tops for your intro, like plug in my journey with monsters and uh, talking about your time with Stacy Brown. We can keep it short, like short, short, because I want this episode to be focused on what you want to talk about. So. Yeah, it's it, but this was this would have been I mean this would have been in my in the gift of sight, but but by the time I started thinking about it, I mean I just was thinking about it one day and I'm like, why am I still walking around? I said, why I said, why am I able to drive like I'm driving now? Why am I walking and and walking in the malls and not being crippled for three days anymore? I said, what has changed in my life that's got so better and. And me and uh, this guy was talking on the phone earlier, and he had an interesting, he had an interesting reason why it might have happened. And I'll share that too. It's pretty intriguing. Okay. I ain't lying. You know, well, uh, we gonna yeah, we gonna talk about the stuff that nobody talks about because you know, people said you know people said they've gotten healed by Bigfoot. People said, you know, people said this and that, but, but when you hear this, this might be even bigger. This might, I'm going to get my hand out of the way. This might be even bigger, you know? Um, okay. All right. So you want me well, to go ahead? So, go yeah, ahead let's, uh, uh-huh. so yeah, let's, so yeah, I'll go ahead and start it. So, uh, all right. So, hello, everybody. This is Bigfoot and the Citizen Scientist Podcast. Uh, we got C. Wayne Wilson here on the line. And uh, he's going to tell us a little bit about himself. Go ahead and say hi. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> so, uh, so you have a movie on Amazon, Amazon Prime, uh, called mm-hmm. My Journey, my, called My Journey with Monsters, um, for everyone to check out. And I was curious to know if you'd be uh, interested in check, uh, telling them the listeners a little bit about it. Well, it's it's a short documentary that kind of kind of sums up my my time at that trail. I mean, the stuff that I've seen there. I mean, the accidental filming of Anubis and the Men in Black show up a few days later after I share the picture on Facebook, and then we got the Men in Black out there. Uh, you know, we talk about that. We also talk about you know how all of us have the ability to see things other people can't or see things better than people can, you know, it's, it goes, it goes, um, you know, it's basically talking about the things that happened out there and, and the stuff I've seen out there. I mean, I ain't been out there in a while, but man, the creatures I found in that place. I mean, it's almost like, I would say there's three or four portals open up out there, but, but we talk about that in the movie and, and he even shows some of the footprints I found out there in the snow and, and we also see, you know, that little little quick video of that Bigfoot smiling at me where he stuck his head down in that darn tree trunk and tried to peek at me. Mm-hmm. And I love that video. It's like he's just smiling at me. When we went back, I mean, there was there there was Bigfoot hair there. We could have got the but the DNA was probably ruined, you know, where it's been out in the weather, you know. But, yeah. But I picked it up. I showed it to Stacy. I said, look at this. I said, I said, this is DNA. If it wasn't ruined, I'd been up there stomping around and ruined it anyway. Cause I was, we was up there trying Let's tell you how big that joker was. I mean, he, uh, he stuck his head in it. So I had the Bigfoot suit on. I stuck my head in it, tried to recreate it. I, and I couldn't, 
because my head wasn't big enough. It just shows you how big he was. And I even went back. I went back to that same spot and did a did like a did a spirit box session there. And I, I said, "Is this my Bigfoot friend here?" And I just hear something say, "Hold on." And then it, it comes out and says, "Hey, wait!" It's like they they learn my name. I mean, actually, they learn my name from um, where I used to live. In fact, I didn't even know they knew it. And then all of a sudden, I'm coming coming out one night to look, and I hear a female Sasquatch yell, Wayne, clear as day. I like to flip. I say, because all I usually hear out of them is, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> then I get my name, you know, and I knew it was them, you know. But, yeah, that, you know, uh, okay. And then you can find me, you know, go on my YouTube page. It's going crazy right now. And um, just look up Wayne Wilson slash Bigfoot, and you'll find it. Yeah, that's how I tell everybody to find it because that's the easiest way. In fact, in fact, look up my my journey with monsters. You can watch it free on YouTube. It's on oh, there YouTube. You go. Yeah, so you can see it free. I mean, um, it's either way. If you got a Prime account, you can watch it free, or you know, either way, you can watch it free. If you got a, you got a Prime account, if you don't, you can go to YouTube and watch it. And <laughs> honestly, you know what that was? That was a little training thing for me and Stacy Brown because after that we learned so much more how to work together. I mean, oh gotcha. my goodness. Me and me and him me and him when we started filming the when me and him started filming the gift of sight, I mean, we learned so much more. He figured out a better way to film me from my side instead of trying to follow me and film me. We looked at that video almost as a, like a um you know, how we learned from it. It was a learning process, you know, how he got better as a cameraman and I got better as a person on camera. So we really did. And I mean, that's the, the gift of sight when it does ever come out and you see me ghost hunting. Oh man. I mean, nobody's seen it. Nobody's seen how I ghost hunt, but I ghost hunt with, I, I ghost hunt. I don't do it like everybody else. I don't, I don't go into it scared or, or I don't go into it all serious. You know, if one responds to me, I'm gonna talk to him, and I'm gonna. Uh, and one did. One said, uh, "I was at. We was at the. Oh, what's that? That 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 fairground. I mean, that park where where I can't think of the name of it now. But anyway, it was that park where the Ferris wheel was. And I mean, not Stacy says, "Hey, what do you want to go do?" And I said, I said, um. I said, he said, you want to go back to the little swing set where the girl was? I said, no, let's go to the, let's go to the Ferris wheel. I think I can get something there. And I just knew. So I go back, I go down there and we get a ghost to talk to us and we get him to use the rim pot and I got him to turn it on like several times and he had give me his name and everything. So I, I forget his name now, but we got his name and I'm asking him questions and it's intelligent because he's responding with that REM pod. And then I tell him he stops responding. I said, hey, if you do it, won't you turn this one one more time? I'll be your friend. And I kid you not, he turned it back on and I said, thank you, friend. And then I walked away. And I mean, if he got that on camera like that, you imagine what that's going to look like. <laughs> I mean, you kind of put humor in some of this stuff, you know. Yeah. But but yeah, yeah. me and him, oh, we got we got more projects coming. I don't know when we're gonna do them, but my goodness, you know, we love working together. The dude's like a brother to me now. I mean, I, that's why I tell him. I said, 
I, I said, I don't know nobody that I could fight and argue with and then get back together. And, you know, and we, we, yeah. but we don't even fight. We don't even fight and argue no more. We used to, but we don't even more. We just get along with each other now. And, yeah. uh, I foresee him being the reason I'll be a success soon because he's got the know-how and he, and, and he does a really good job filming. And, uh, mm-hmm. And see, I got to see his pit movie before anybody did. And, Ooh. and I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. it, it it's like I told him, I said, it's intense. I said, it's yeah. intense. It's almost hard to watch. It gets so it gets so bad. You know, it's almost it's not scary, but it's almost like just bad. It's I awful. I mean, the thing like that, that starts happening. You psychological know, thriller. Yeah, it's psychological, and and yeah. and and he made it so good. I mean, yeah. but but the gift of sight, I'm telling you. I mean, I sat up in that freaking haunted cabin and did an interview. We may have some activity going on when when I did that interview, you know. And it's cool because everybody was sitting around watching me. And you think about it, that's like a movie set. You know, everybody's sitting around, and how am I going to react to all these people sitting around? I just did it like I was natural, you know. But um, this is what I wanted to talk about. Yes. And this is going to be, this is going to take a little serious note. So let's go back before in 2015, before I found a Bigfoot or anything. I was, my knees had collapsed. I was laying on the floor. I couldn't get up. My wife had to come home from work to help me, but I got up by then. My knees had just gotten so bad. So I went to the doctors first time in 30 years, and I went to the doctor. But all he did was tell me, he said, you got one knee that's deteriorated, and you got another knee starting to deteriorate, and I'm pretty sure you're going to be spending your next two years in a wheelchair. So I'm saying I'm hearing I'm going to be put in the wheelchair. I mean, that ain't a good thing to hear. So I, but then I get stuck with a different doctor and all he wants to do is give me medicine. So he starts giving me medicine for sleep, for, for my, you know, for my, um, forget what it was called to calm me down, to keep me calm. He gave me, give me strong, like Vicodin. He would, and he gave me, uh, oh, I had about seven different things he was giving me. And one of them, the one that calmed me, the one that supposedly calmed me down was causing me to, it was giving me, it was causing me to have um, forgetfulness about where I was going. So I I left, I took my wife to work and, uh, and I came back and I went way, way into Virginia and, and didn't even know it. I forgot how to get home. I figured out when I got back and then the next day, it was like a few days later, I'm at a convenience store. And I can't remember how to get home. And I'm only five minutes from the place. And I told my wife, I said, that's it. I'm giving up that stuff. And I went cold turkey, got rid of all of it. I kept the vitamin D because they said my body couldn't produce it. So I figured I better keep taking that. And I'm glad I did because I don't take that. Boy, my knees hurt bad. Um, but but uh, so, um, I mean, here's somebody that's here's somebody that's now decided, hey, I, I want to get my mind clear. I don't want to. I don't want to have to do be drugged up or crap like that. So I I decided that I'm going to. I decided then that that I was going to try a different way. 
you know, at first I was taking freaking ibuprofen like crazy, but it was doing, it wasn't doing nothing but bad things to me too. So, um, but then, you know, I start changing. I start getting to the point where, getting to the point where I don't want to be around negativity anymore. So I shun my life away from all the negativity. I mean, I start being happy and me and my dog start getting happy and almost like I said, a spiritual awakening. And and then, like I said, one day we leave and they put a structure up in my yard. And what they did is I think they when they realized my mind was clear, when they realized my mind was clear, they figured, hey, let's see. Let's see if we can reach out to him in some way. So I'm 350 pounds at that point. And that's the heaviest I've ever been. And they got me out there as soon as I found that footprint. I was out there every day looking. And then I then I started having a camcorder. I started going out there filming, and uh, I started noticing I'm losing weight. And now they've given, and it's almost as if they gave me the they gave me the push to to get out there and do that to look for them, and it helped me. So then I start thinking. The question is, you know, because then later on, one of them, um, one of them's mind speaking to me, and I ask them. I said, "Why are you chewing on that root?" And he they say they get it from a bottom of trees. And they said the root, the root gives them, it helps them with pain. It helps them, you know, gives them energy. And, and, I, and then I start looking online about a root that, 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 that helps for pain. And, and that was, I found out that was a turmeric, you know, turmeric was what it was. So I was watching David Icky. I don't know if you know him, but David Icky was, you know, he's one of these people that like to expose everything. But he was talking about turmeric, too. And I started thinking to myself, maybe that's what they're trying to tell me. So I, I get it and start taking it. And man, I threw the I stopped taking them ibuprofen. I started just taking that and I started getting better. And I start and I've been taking it. You know, I've been taking that and just vitamins the last seven years. But I was thinking the other day, I said, for well, somebody was told they couldn't walk again and their knees were gone, how am I still walking? How am I still walking around? How am I out here mowing my grass? How am I driving every day, going all everywhere? I'm supposed to be in a wheelchair. So how did that happen, you know? And I start thinking to myself, uh, when you start changing um, when you start changing, you know, it's almost like they they somehow got into my head and changed something. And uh, it's like my buddy was talking about. He said he thinks they mess with my in, they got into my brain and changed things. He said, your brain's operating a different way. That's why you're not your legs ain't messed up anymore. And and I start thinking to myself, yeah, I said, but but at the same time, I become such a godly person. And and if you talk to anybody that's like the Indians and stuff, they'll talk about Bigfoot and God are a lot. It's a lot, you know, more interesting than you think. And I tend to believe, I mean, what would you believe? Did Bigfoot heal me or did God heal me? Or did Bigfoot do it for in, in the in, help me with for and help my mind get right? Because it's very good possibility that's how it all happened. Because I mean, I'm a really changed person now. I mean, uh, you know, I'm such a good-hearted person now, and I don't, you know, if you see me, I don't, I don't, I don't go after people no more. If they harass me, I'll find a way to get back at them funny wise. You know, I don't try to, I don't try to get and get 
it's not worth it anymore, you know. So, but, but you know, you think about it, it is, it is a question. It is a question that I've been wanting to ask everybody to think about for a second. Did he, did they heal me or did God heal me or they both, or was it a version of both? And I kind of believe it might have been a version of both. And like I said, I'm a happy person now, dude. But yeah. now, since we got that out, anything else you want to ask me? Um, yeah, actually, that kind of brings me, uh, in your opinion, and uh, not to quote Wes Grimm or anything, but there's no right or wrong answer here. Um, in accordance to what uh, you were saying, um, what do you think Sasquatch is? Like, I know there's so many different opinions and theories out there, but I always like to ask what each individual person's. But you've heard of the Anunnaki, right? Absolutely. Okay, well, the Anunnaki, I believe, created us. But from what I understand with the Sasquatch, they created them too, but they created them first. But okay. the difference was they took us as a people and molded us and let them be who they were and let them just watch over us. So that's okay. how they evolved. I believe that's how they evolved. See, what people don't understand is they are flesh and blood, but they've been around so long. They've developed abilities where they can they can shift into another dimension. They can they can they can freaking cloak. It's like it's like um, a friend of mine was talking about. You know, he's talking about the it's something like like um, um, light by light. You know, they're 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 using they're using the light and the, and the light you because I've always said you know it's easy to film them when when it's the sun is bright outside. If they're out there, you can pick them up clearer if the sun's mm-hmm. out. But if the sun's not out, you won't see them that good. They'll just it'll be just a dark shadow. But you can pick them up better with the sun being bright. And that's why I tell anybody don't go bigfooting at night because you odds are you're not going to see nothing. You might hear right. something, but you're not going to see nothing. I believe in I believe in trying to find them when you can see them. I'd rather see one of them than actually record them yelling, you know. But but that's my I'm, that ain't just my theory. That's what they told me. When that when I would mind speak with them or telepathically speak to them, they actually told me that how they put it was that we they didn't go back as far as we do. They said because of we we don't have shots like you have to take, or we don't we don't have to eat foods or chemicals you eat. And that's what they that's how they explained it to me. And it makes sense because I mean crap, they put chemicals in everything we eat, they spray it in our skies. I'm just asking one question. How's Bigfoot getting away from the chemtrails? Because, I mean, we have, we sure ain't. No. I mean, that's an interesting thing, too, because, I mean, they're, you know, I know, I know I one day, I mean, not to change the subject, but one day I was in there, I was coughing up some mucus and I seen metal in it. And I said, where in the world did I breathe in metal from the chemtrails? You know, and, and, you know, it's, I, I mean, I haven't seen any recently, but it, they were all but gone when Trump was president. They, they, they almost disappeared. And then all of a sudden, Biden gets in there backspraying. It's almost like it's almost like, hey, we got one one president that wants us to live and the other one wants to kill us all. I mean, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get into all that crap. We'll, we'll, we could talk about, we talk about <laughs> this. Stuff. No, that's all right. 
So I don't uh, know, but we can drive into COVID and all that crap. I don't yeah, want to do that because that's enough. Uh, I heard enough about that crap. We've all had too much of that, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, is what I say. You know, that's what I say about you know, um, you know, Bigfoot's. It's not just Bigfoot; it's ghosts too. I mean, I don't know what it is about me, but but freaking. Freaking! I'm not scared of anything. I'm not scared of walking right in front of them. I'm not. I've been in front of them before. I mean, I'm not scared of. The, I'm not even scared. Of, I'm not even scared of the dog man anymore. I was the first time I seen one, but I didn't know what it was. You know. Um, I mean, if you're looking around the corner and you see teeth, <laughs> you see a big set of fangs and and these big ears, and all you thinking it's some kind of devil, and that's what I thought at first. And I said, you devil, get out of my woods. And I mean, and when he when I did that, I walked away and the lightning bolt came out after me. And oh. I mean, I got and, and I got a picture of that thing. So when I tell that story, if you don't believe me, I got the picture to show you. You know, I don't know how I got the picture, but I did. Wow. Um, but, but yeah, oh yeah, it was a lightning bolt. He just come out of the woods and come straight past my head and went into the fence. And you can see where it hit the fence, but it was aiming at me. But but again, that's when I didn't know what I was dealing with. You know, uh, as as you know, as the weeks go by, then I start understanding what he is. And it, people helped me to understand what they were. You know, because I didn't know what a dog man was. I knew what Bigfoot was. I mean, dog man came, but then Bigfoot tells me dog man is always at the end of where they sleep. He stays there because. He's protecting the portal. He's keeping mm. keeping anything from coming in and out. Hey, and that makes you think: is that a, is that they're the, they are they a descendant of Anubis? And I kind of believe they are. You know, I kind of believe they are. Mm-hmm. I think they are. They're what Anubis would uh, would be now, and yeah. and where the ones over at that trail were hanging out was right near a portal. So, and that that was a, uh, you know, that's another good theory. You know. And, you know, uh, you know, I'll tell you something else, too. I mean, we talked about it on that interview, but man, getting getting your life threatened over somebody else's interview. I mean, that was crazy. I mean, yeah, you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here now. I have not had any issues with none of that stuff since I moved. I mean, it's almost like they left me alone. So I'm I'm here. I ain't bothering nobody. I ain't really posting nothing. Then all of a sudden, I'm an attorney in Florida. And it, man, it reads like this. It reads like this. It said like this. It says, due to, due to an online video that you, you were mentioned in, your life is now in danger. Contact your local police authorities if you need to. And I'm thinking to myself, who in the world? What video was it? But then, then my friend Kimberly said she had did an interview and talked about how I showed her at where Bigfoot was and everything. So now I'm starting to put two and two together. They're watching her because she's making a lot of noise and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not posting anything about that stuff. She is, you know, I don't post about, about um, all the little conspiracies. Me personally, I try to keep my page happy. I try to keep my page. I don't want to go on there ranting and raving about politics and, and what we're dealing with in life, because like I said, like I've tell people, there's only one way to look at life right now. The the world is crap. And the only way to look at life right now is 
happiness at home. Um, be kind to everybody and keep God in your heart. And if you do that, if everybody in this world does that, guess what? There won't be no evil, you know, but, but, but you got people that ain't going to be like that, you know, but that, that is why I said, God's, God's a big part of what I do now. I mean, I try to re I try to make the message cause I mean, dude, I mean, if, if, I mean, I take vitamins now. I take, that's all I take is vitamins and, and I should be in the freaking, in a freaking wheelchair now. What mm-hmm. happened between, what happened between then and now? I mean, even my wife says the same thing. She said something happened. Something really did happen. And, but my, you know, my buddy I talked to today, Daniel, he's, like I said, he says they messed with my brain somehow and reprogrammed my brain. They're saying I might be, you know, how, you know, you've heard about the 3D, how some people can see in 3 and 4D. I think it's 4D or right now with people. I think I'm seeing in 6 and 7. So I'm up. I think what what they did to me is made me more evolved. I'm I'm more evolved as far as that stuff. And, you know, and also having abilities, you know, having abilities like I got. I didn't realize how strong a psychic I was till I started ghost hunting. They don't like me either. <laughs> they don't like me either. They're scared of me. I mean, isn't it funny? A ghost will be scared of me. Bigfoot loves me, but the, I think that's why the ghosts are scared of me. And it's because of Bigfoot, you know, Energy. you know, and and uh, the ghost. I mean, well, I ha- I did have a couple of mean ones, but but yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a funny story. All right, we're in the house where a little girl had got killed up in the cat. I think it's called the cabin on three sixty up in hmm. Richmond. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we're in the room and we're trying to do an EVP with this little girl that supposedly died in that room. We can't get nothing. So Stacy says, I'm going to go change my battery. I'll be right back. As soon as he does, something runs through the room. <laughs> and then I go out the room saying, I heard you little girl. I heard her. I heard her. And then I'm laughing because, you know, she spoke and then, then, uh, Something comes through. I mean, goes, oh, help me, help me. And I was like, what in the freaking world was that? And then Stacy comes back and he's mad. He says, why does everything have to happen to you when nobody's around? He said, why does that, why does it happen to you? I said, maybe that's the way the ghosts want it. You know, ghosts are still what you call an intelligent thing. And, and, and maybe just maybe maybe just maybe they like me and they reacted to me, but they wouldn't react to him. So I go back. You know, they say the little girls die. They say the little girl died in the house. I went outside and I went to the place where I felt that she died. I didn't think she died inside. So I, I'm talking to her. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I know her name now. I said, Michelle, did you die out here? And then all of a sudden, and I didn't notice till I got home. She said, I died. I died here. So she told me what he, what he done was he beat her and raped her and then threw her out the second floor window. And then he drug her into the woods. But but the story that they tell everybody is she died in the room. But what I understand is, you know, she died outside and he drug her down there. And I really believe she probably died in the woods by herself. And it's horrible horrible to think about but but it's good that i actually communicated with her and there's maybe that maybe that helps the little girl because everybody thinks she died inside but 
Um, but but that's what happened at Lake Shawnee too. The little girl, I got her. The little girl on the swing. I mean, I got her own video audio too, and I didn't realize it till I got home. I said, "Little girl, will you talk to us?" And she said, "Nope, clear as day." And hmm. but then she turns around and starts moving the swings, and it was only two swings, and she moved them for a good fifteen minutes. And I said, maybe she was trying to communicate with me and the cook, but I didn't even know I had anything. See, the problem when you're doing these things is you got to be in a real quiet area to hear them, you know, and mm-hmm. if you just can't play it back outside because it's too much noise and I didn't hear it until I got home. But, but the one, and there's another one that he filmed now he's got this stuff. Well, I don't think he's got, he don't have the little EVP on film, but he does have, he does have um, where I talk to the, I mean, the dude in the spirit box. He does have that on film. But we go back, we go back and uh, actually before we took off to one of these places, um, I wanted to go to my parents' grave. I said, I just want to see. So I, because I didn't think my, I didn't honestly have not didn't think my dad had moved on. So I said, well, let's go. It was raining. And I, I asked it a couple of times and then I asked it one more time. I said, is my dad okay? And then it comes out clear as it says, your dad is fine. Stacy heard it. He got it on camera. And I mean, the shot. And then he, then he, um, then he, then he, then he's filming. He's like, Wayne, why, why do you have all this weird? Why you got all these weird abilities and stuff? I said, I'll sum it up one way. I was born on Halloween on the witching hour. So when I was born, I was born on the witching hour in 1969. So, I mean, that's a weird, I mean, weird year, weird day. I mean, to be, be my dad's, and you know what's funny? That's my daughter's favorite holiday. And she loves Halloween. And, but I, I wondered, you know, I've had some kind of ability my whole entire life. So while all of a sudden, you know, I get, I get, I get around, uh, let's see, was Kimberly McGeorge was there, and we start realizing, we start realizing one thing about us, because um, the dude tested me, he had me, he told me, this was before Stacy got there, he takes me in that house, he said, if you're really psychic, I want to see, so he takes me in that house, he takes me in that house and asks me, which, which one of these rooms are the little girls? Now, I I didn't know. I'd never been in that house before. I didn't know anything about it. You know what I did? I just knew. I walked right in the room. And he, it blew him away. But I started figuring out. Kimberly walks in the same house and starts feeling all the darn pain and anger. So she's in there feeling the pain and anger. And I'm just knowing. And I told her, I said, I think we, what we got here. It's two different psychics. I said, one that knows has got a, the knowing ability, and then the one that's got the feeling ability. So we've got two different psychics with two different ways. So I, don't, I mean, to get the sight ought to be a pretty daggum good movie. <laughs> I mean, it ought to be pretty good because you're going to have two different views from two different psychics. I mean, and, and we've been, and we filmed it separate too. So you get to see two separate um you get two separate, um, you get my story, and, I mean, you get mine and hers. If he gets it edited and gets it ready, because I can't wait, because a dude edits stuff incredible. I mean, I mean, shoot, look what he did with my journey with monsters. I mean, 
I don't, I don't, I'm not no real big fan of it. I, I, it's a cute little thing, but, but that, tra that first trailer he made me for that movie, the way, what he calls the sizzle reel. My goodness. I love that movie. I love it because he had me actually, I had to actually remember those lines and, and produce them and record them. So that thing would look good. And man, it looks good. That first, I mean, that first one, I, I always like to share it because I think it's, I don't care. I don't care if it's for my journey with monsters. I think it's a cool piece of work because the way he put it together, he put me, he put, he had used the camera with the, um, you know, he had the can't little, little train wheel tracks or whatever. So he run the camera toward me while I had my arms folded and I saw the shot. I said, Dad, gummit, that's good. And then when he took and put all the little monsters that we filmed, I mean, that's another thing. Why would why would somebody ask me uh, just because somebody said it that I was hoaxing, putting a suit on and going out trying to fool people? I never did. We shot that stuff for his scissor reel. And that's the reason we shot it. But I shared it. I shared it that picture for one reason. I wanted people to see how easy it was to hoax somebody. So I would put the picture up with me in the suit and just watch and see what people say. And then when they start saying it's real, I say, no, that's me. You know, I don't want people think I didn't want to mislead nobody, but I wanted just to see how easy it was to mislead somebody if I put it on and did it, you know. I mean that old suit's made history, boy. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about putting it on at Halloween. And, uh, you know, but I don't know. I might, I, I'm thinking about putting it on Halloween and scaring people around here. Because if I get out here in the nighttime and walking around in that thing, it, it looks so real it, in the dark. You know, it, you know, the white, the white Bigfoot don't. But, all right, man, they got any more questions? <laughs> Yeah, I had I had one more question for you. Sure. Um, so you were uh, earlier you were talking about um, being uh, have like being mind spoken to by the Sasquatch. Yeah, and and how they kind of uh, help fill in some questions for you that you had, right? Kind of what I gleaned from what you were saying. That's kind of they gave you some some uh, explanations on like like some natural nat naturopathic stuff they use and all this type of stuff. Well, it's kind of like they would they would do it in a way, you know, kind of like a way where they could tell me without telling me. They would tell me something, and then I'd go look for it. You know, it would give me an. But see, what they were doing in the beginning, after after they found out that I, I mean, they, they after they found out I wasn't scared of them, they they took me through a test to scare me. I mean, they tried everything, running by me, yelling at me, and run, stomping around my house at night, and get my dog stirred up, and. They tried everything and, and and nothing worked. I was I wasn't scared of them, and so when they realized it, um, they started once they got into my woods. They were living across the road, but honestly, I ran into some skinwalkers, and I wasn't supposed to film them suckers. I seen them up at the edge of the road, and I'm like, that's a new set of Bigfoot. So I start filming them, and I look, one's got an alligator on his head. Um, there was some of the most craziest looking. I mean, they had clothes on. I mean, they were so disgusting looking. I mean, one of them was so big and fat. He looked almost like Jabba the Hutt. I mean, and I'm up there. I'm trying to film them. And I hear the Bigfoots at this point, you know, all they say is, hey. So they're yelling at me. Hey, hey, don't basically don't film them. And uh, <laughs> and so I was like a hardhead trying to film them. And next thing I know, I had an orb in front of me trying to block my camera. <laughs> 
So um, the next day, the next day, I'm, I'm I look out my window. I'm gone. I got home. It was dark. And the next day, I look out, and there's this big naked woman standing in the darn right in the yard, just guarding the place like she like she was protecting it. I look around. There's other Bigfoots around all the way around my house. At every point, there was a Bigfoot. And, and when I get up the next morning, the dogs, you know, the dogs would go to every spot and pee on it. They knew exactly where they were. And they said so they would go, they would go over and pee on it. And you find a dead spot in the yard where one of them sat at night and his, his butt cheeks was there. But boy, it was funky. <laughs> so I knew he was sitting there. So they were watching me and what they were doing was protecting me from them things. So then, then after all that subsided, you know, the female, the female disappeared. And then the big, what I call the giant shows up and he's in the woods now. And that's the first time I get, he comes to me and, and through, I don't know how this was. It was more like a vision. He comes and tells me, he takes me somewhere and he comes in and gets in my head and takes me somewhere and tells me who they are and tells me they not, they're not there to harm me. And it, I mean, dude, he showed me a red planet. He said, that's where they're from. What is a red planet? Mars. Where do you think we're from? I think, I think we all came from there. <laughs> Even they did, you know? Okay. Um, but uh, then he, like I said, after he comes and introduces himself, then they start doing it all the time. I'll be waking up out there in the woods. They'll be walking in the woods. Then I wake back up. They'll come to me, be talking to me in my head. I'll be waking back up again, and they were learning me stuff like you wouldn't believe. And I think what it was is this: they do this to people. I mean, you—I'll tell you—you've heard about you've heard about people that um, when one comes into the yard or whatever, that it freaks them out and they and they're scared and they call the police. Mm-hmm. Or, or say one keeps coming in the yard and looking in your window and they get scared because they don't know nobody. But what the Bigfoot are really trying to do is test them to see. They're trying to find more people like I am. So they, what they're doing is testing people. But some people get scared to death and they're not open-minded to it. So they get scared. You know, at least I knew what I kind of knew when I found that footprint that there was something big around here. And then when my... Shoot, shoot, I got the, I mean, I've got one of the coolest pictures and I had a trail cam sitting on the, on the grill. It was on the deck. It wouldn't mount, it wasn't bolted to nothing. It was just sitting on the deck, on the grill. A Bigfoot jumped on that dirt. He jumped in front of it to try to dodge it. When he did, it turned, it it moved and it clicked and caught his hip and his shoulder. But it's the cleanest. I mean, it's it could have been a dog man, but it's the cleanest, clearest. And I've I've tried people try to debunk it, and nobody can because it ain't a bear. So what in the world was big and black that climbed, that jumped on my deck that made the camera move? And it had to be something heavy. And so yeah, but I got that picture, and people say you need to copyright these things, and I might, you know, one day I might, you know, but it ain't really about copywriting to me. I mean, my thing is, my job is always being let's prove this stuff is real and share it with everybody. You know, I, I got the biggest problem I got is if I ever get the money shot, I probably would share it. I probably wouldn't try to make anything off of it. Because it's more of a goal to make sure that people know they're real. 
and and, there, you know, and this and this is why I have you on my podcast, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, I'm not no. Yeah, look at some of these dudes. I mean, it really, really, it, it really irks you sometimes. You know, you you see these 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 um Bigfoot conferences, but you notice you're always missing two names. You don't see me or Stacy Brown on none of them. They don't invite us. And I mean, they don't invite us. They're always, it's always the TV people that really ain't seen anything. They don't want to get the people that actually have, you know, and, and, uh, good day. I mean, I got told somebody, I said 650 videos on YouTube and, and most all of them, you can see something in them. So what else do I have to prove? Why do I still need to go out there and try to film them? You know, my goal now is to get out there and find one to come up to me. You know, I want to find one that comes up to me. I want to, I, I, that was my goal at Lake Shawnee, but there was no Bigfoots at Lake Shawnee. I don't know where they were, but they weren't there. And I didn't, you know, but they were across the road. So, you know, it's weird. It's weird how, you know, the native, I mean, uh, Indians protect Lake Shawnee. So I bet you that's probably why the Bigfoots weren't around, you know, because gotcha. a lot of Indians, a lot of, yeah, because there's a lot of Indian, that's an Indian burial ground. So a lot of Indians are buried there. And, uh, but they didn't want to, they didn't want to communicate with us. They didn't, we, we, we went, we, we went down there and tried to communicate with them, but, you know, but they didn't. But, and then we would, same thing at the other place. They're supposed to be Confederate soldiers. They didn't come out, but but I sure had. I'll tell you something that happened there. I mean, the dude told me. I think we were there earlier before Stacy got there, and the dude told me he see warned me. He said, "Don't stay in this house too long." And I said, "Why?" He said, "Cause he said it'll make you do things and make you want to do things." He said, "I was standing right over here at this spot. My son was way across the room." He said, "All I wanted to do was kill him." So we get back and when we're done, we're going to film another interview. And the next thing I know, we're all arguing at each other. I mean, I mean, over stupid stuff. And we were arguing at each other. And I was like, I was like, this ain't right. I got to get away from this place. So I jump in my buddy's truck. We get down the road and and I sent Stacy a message and apologize. I said, I don't know what happened back there. And Stacy said it was the house. And it was. <laughs> The house mm. turned us against each other. I mean, man, that's a that's some powerful evil to be able to make people turn on each other like that. Absolutely, and I know it's uh, it's you know not only that I seen something. I stayed in that that cabin by myself all night. Stacy stayed in the other house where the little girl died. So, but but it went till like five thirty something. Run up the steps, and I heard that. And the dolls up at the top, you know, I went outside to get a bottle of water. I come back and the dolls had moved around. And I was like, oh, man, them creepy doll. You want creepy dolls and they got spirits around them. That's the worst thing you can find is a creepy doll. <laughs> you know? Abs absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The, um, getting dry. But yeah, the, um, you know, the, there is there is one place, I, and I'm not joking. If I can get a group of people together to go, I want to go to old Alistair Crowley's ruins because we know he didn't close those portals down there. 
And, and you know, for all the people that see Nessie and all these other lake monsters, but they see them and then they disappear. I mean, my theory is there's portals opening up. They're coming out. People see them and then they go back in and there's no evidence. You know, you wonder why there's no body because they've not, they're really not in this dimension. They're in another one. They're coming through. And, and Stacy told me Alistair Crowley said he was responsible for bringing Nessie here. He said he was the one that drew him out of the that other dimension. And there was a show on TV. Uh, I don't know if you remember, it was on sci-fi called prime evil where, these portals yeah. would open up and they would, and dinosaurs and stuff would come out and they'd have to go get them and put them back. Yep. So wonder where they got the idea from, you know? So I think that, that, that would explain why we never, we never got no evidence of the late monsters is because they just need to go right back in their little dimension. When they're, when they're done, they come out and swim and, you know, and I mean, shoot, you can't say that about Bigfoot, you know, Bigfoot's, uh, Shoot, Bigfoot's just—he's one of—he's one of us, and that's that's why they are. I mean, I'm gonna tell you, it was so cool the other day. I was grilling some Wagyu hamburgers, right? I was out there grilling. I come in, and where I'm sitting at right now, I can look out my kitchen window, and and I was just kept looking. It was just something down there, and then the next thing I know, I seen a big old giant Bigfoot, his woman, his little kids, two little kids, and they were all standing there looking at me. And so I took a picture through the window just to see. And it's the same clan that, that first came to me and talked to me all back all those years ago. And it just shows you, I think certain ones follow you around. I mean, but that's the only mm -hmm. time they've been out there, but it was good to see them because I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, you know, now that they, you know where they come from. I mean, really where I live at now is really not that far from where that place was. You know, but but it's still a good little drive, and I believe they were making. The, honestly, I believe they were making their way up here because, you know, I, I drive up and down this road all the time. And then it was one Saturday morning, I'm coming back and I see this huge Sasquatch standing right next to this dead tree, and it's a swamp right there. So um, I want to get in that play. I want to get in there. There's a there's swamp land back in there, and there's where they might, they took it and cut some trees down. And I'm telling you, man, there's was, that's going to be some big foots right in there. Cause I've learned, I've learned if there's a water source, you know, if there's a water source, the odds are you're going to see something, you know, and, yep. but something keeps telling me to go back to that big trail and I don't want to go there. It's so hot. It's so hot. And it's, and they don't keep it. They don't keep it up and the snakes everywhere, but something just keeps telling me to go back there. So who knows? There might be. Some, I mean, there's always a there's always a reason. I mean, I mean, I mean, there was one day. I mean, one day, and I'm not gonna say this was Bigfoot, but I'm getting getting ready to get in my car, and I go, I go, I tell my wife, I'm going. I really don't want to go, but I'm gonna go anyway. I said, I just don't feel right. So I go out there and I crank the car up, and then I cut the car off and I come back inside. I don't go. Because something was telling me not to go. And then when I find out, there was a wreck right down there where I would have been in if I'd went. So something was telling me not to go. Yeah, I don't know if it was them or, you know, my intuition, but I kind of believe it might be them because they do. They do try to protect me. 
you know, it's wet. I mean, how many people's actually been out by themselves in a trail? I mean, with all kind of snakes and 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 get chased by something and don't even know and, and it's happy that it happened. I mean, that's the kind of person I am. I got chased by one. I mean, he came by me so fast he dried my hair. I don't know if you I told you about that Whoa. while back. Yeah, it was I, I heard that, it coming. I kept thinking it was either a deer or, or somebody's running their dogs. I kept looking back and I can't see nothing, but I keep hearing it. And the next thing I know, it comes by me. It comes by me so fast and he grabbed my arm while he did it. I had a red spot on my arm. I was like, I was like, whatever came by me touched me when it came by me, but it come by me so fast. My hair was soaking wet from sweat and it and he dried it when he came by there i kept trying to go live on facebook right after it happened but i forget what happened but um i, I just saw it in my memories today i was like i was like i'd almost forgot about that but that just tells you then there was that one time i mean we didn't we didn't put it in my journey with monsters but there's one time I'm walking out there at that trail um, where all that stuff happened and I'm walking and I'm looking at my cell phone and um, I'm looking at my cell phone. I'm not watching where I'm walking and something grabs me by the arm and stops me. So I start looking and I see a Bigfoot's up on, on the hill. I said, I look up. I said, are you the one that grabbed my arm? And I look back and I see why there was two copperheads coming across the darn trail. If I had not, if he hadn't grabbed my arm, I would have stepped on Dude, I mean, yeah, and I mean this is true because I got I got a video where I think I got a video somewhere where I filmed it and asked them, ask them, you know, why why were they the ones that grabbed my arm? But they had to be the one that did it because there was nobody else around. Well, dude, you know, could have uh huh. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I said who else could have done it? You know, who else would have been able to? Who else would have been able to take my arm and pull it down like that? I mean, I mean. I mean, it, it, unless it was a human being and there was no humans around, and ghosts don't, unless it's a really powerful ghost. Yeah. I don't believe it was a ghost either. I think it was probably Sasquatch because there was one up on the hill right when, right after I looked to see where he went. So he probably, they're fast. I mean, they're fast. I mean, you, mm -hmm. I mean, you listen, if you live in the woods, you've got to be fast. I mean, just imagine. Yeah. It's like I told somebody, I said, I said, if we, if we ever, ever, if somebody ever did get the, you know, get the ability to, um, to get the ability to, um, um, bring out the money shot or bring out a body, you know, what's going to happen? Every, every Nimrod in the world is going to have a gun trying to kill them because then they're going to find out that they want the bodies for science. Why do you why do you think they've been why do you think all these kids are getting missing? They're they're using the, they're using those kids. You know, it, it's it's sick what they're doing with it, you know, with them kids, but but you know, you under you know, you know what these these evil people are doing, but at the same time, you know, imagine what they would do if they thought they could collect a bounty on Bigfoot. You know, I mean you're looking at you're looking at um, everybody says, "Hey, kill, kill one, kill two. and then you know you, you know really what's going to happen when that happens. They're going to be shooting each other. That's what's going to happen. There'll be more fatalities in the woods because <laughs> they won't be killing Bigfoot. And you know, 
people got to understand, you know, I always used to say they're like predator. You know, they got the ability. I've seen it. I've seen one run. I mean, run and run so fast. It looks like a freaking silhouette coming by. I've even got a picture of one where I was taking it with a, a, a steel shot. It's a picture of one. He's coming by so fast. You see his teeth and his jaw, like, like almost like a, you see him like he's coming by, but my goodness. I mean, I got a picture like of one like that when he was trying to run by and, and, uh, yeah, I wish I'd recorded that still wet, but I mean, I saw it, but I, I mean, I saw it. It was, you know, but I couldn't get it. You know, and something too. Um, whole time I'm going out there, I got really no reaction from the Bigfoot yelling. But, but I mean, one come up, but there was things that happened out there that that, that, that just mind blowing. I mean, I was in one place. It really wasn't no activity there, and something came up behind me and hit the tree so hard it sounded like a gunshot. And I've I've got it on I've got it on video. I mean, you ought to hear it. It sounded like a freaking gun going off. And I, I asked a few people about that. I said, "Does I said I said does it sound like that up close? If you're that close to them when they hit it." And then there's one day it was just me and this other guy out there. And I'm walking, and all of a sudden, I hear something sounds like a bomb go off. And what it was is I, I heard him running through there. I heard something running through up above me, and he was running through. And what he did, he ran through and grabbed a limb off this big tree and snapped it. And I could not. That's why it sounded like a freaking bomb going off. And dude comes running to me. Did you hear that? Do you hear that? And he said, what did that? What did that? I said, I got an idea what, what did it. I said, but I need to go find it. So I went and found the tree the next day. And I'm like, good. Hey, only something that had to have been really tall that could have and powerful could have snapped that arm off that tree. Light, it was no lightning there. So what did it? Lightning would be the only other reason. And there was no lightning. So um, uh, and this was a freshly new tree. I mean, this was a really big tree, but it wasn't dying or nothing. So he snapped it. I mean, well, you've seen, I mean, you can see other people's uh, pictures and stuff where they, they'll show a tree limb been snapped, you know, um, but to hear it, oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had got that on video because that was, I did record the tree break, but I didn't, I didn't get the, I didn't get the, um, but when you hear them running, you hear something really big running and you know all it's there is cows, and you could tell it was something on two feet because, of the, and it was big, you know. But there, I mean, I think I, I don't know if I've even talked about the time, um, a time I come out there at that trail. Something had come out there and ripped the dope, I mean, ripped the sides of the bridges off and threw them a good 30, 40 feet. Ripped the defense off and slung it across the woods, and then we go and we go down, and it's a bench been picked up and threw a good thirty feet. And I'm like, "What in the world?" And I, I think something came through here, man. And then we go around and we get down to the other pond, and I, I'm not joking with you, dude. There was a um, there was these real heavy, heavy metal things, and they had been thrown up a flight of steps. I don't, and something would have had to have been mighty strong to be able to throw them things up the, up some steps. And the, here's the theory. Here's the theory the sheriff's department says 
people brought their ATVs down there and wrecked the place. And I'm like, how stupid can you be? There was no tracks for no ATVs. <laughs> and I suspect there was something really big and something really mad came through there and did that. And I kind of believe it, you know, because we always hear about these. We always hear about these lone Bigfoots that are mean. And and I'll tell you why they become like that. They, you know, Bigfoots have got a clan, kind of like a family. You, you, and but they got rules. And instead of killing one that does wrong, they banish him. And they'll banish him and banish him. And, and then he's on his own. So like the grass man up there, he might be a, he might be one of these lone Bigfoots that, that um, got kicked out of a, out of a clan. Cause most of them have a bunch of wood. If you've ever seen, mostly you see pictures of them. They always got two or three beside them or down below them. Or it ain't just always that one. And, um, but if you find one that's alone by itself, I mean, yeah, that's probably what happened. Or the, or these people that get in these, uh, going up in these mountains and stuff where nobody has, nobody's at, well, you're in their area now. And if you go up in there making racket and stuff, I don't blame them for throwing rocks at you. <laughs> first thing you should do, first, first thing you should do is go in there and say if any, if any of my any Sasquatch people are here, I'm just coming in peace. I have no weapons. I'm not here to harm you. And if you say that, I don't think they're going to throw rocks at you because they're going to know you're not there to hurt them. And right. uh, and uh, I mean, you're talking about an area where you know different areas where hunters would be. So they got to deal with the hunters and all that crap, you know, it's, you know, but it's like, like I said, it's, uh, it's, it's good to, you know, inform people. Cause I think some of the stuff I say makes sense, you know, it kind of, you know, you know, for people that get scared by them, they're not trying to scare you. They're just trying to scare you to see if they can scare you. If they, you can't, they can't scare you. They're going to be your friend. Yeah. I think that's a good way I think that's a good way um, something should do. I mean, try to see if he's scared of you first. And if he's scared of you, you back away and don't bother. But if he's not scared of you, hey, this could be a friend. You know? And they try, uh, that, what they try to do, what they try to do is go out and find light, what they call God's light workers. They want people like me and other people that, 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 that will, will help wake up people. And go and wake up people and talk to people and make them understand what's really going on. You know, you know, shoot, like I said, I'm walking to this day. I shouldn't be walking. And I believe God and Bigfoot both had something to do with it. And I really believe that something happened to my brain. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but I'm glad it happened, you know, because, because, uh, you know, there's people out there that will tell you Bigfoot. Some people say Bigfoot's are fallen angels. And there's some people that say Bigfoot's um, eating your eating people's dogs. And I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a one hundred percent person that knows they won't eat your dog. I mean when mine knocked one of them down, they didn't kill it. They they didn't kill it. They just you know I mean it's funny, you know. I mean, she knew where he was. She had his scent. She went back there to get him, and he roared back at her, and she come running out. And he he had to do it twice to keep her from coming back there because I think what it was is it wasn't necessarily he didn't 
he didn't want to see her. He just he didn't want them having their scent because then they, if they get their scent, they'll start chasing them. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they did. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I start finding them. I go down there and I go down there and I was, after all that happened, they had their scent because she she flew up in the air and hit him. And when she did, she flew back. He falls down and scurries back up into the woods because I seen him doing it. Same time, all I'm thinking is I got to get these dogs in before they kill them, you know, because, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen because I knew there was more in the woods than just him, you know. So you got to keep that in mind. You know, you got to keep that in mind. But but they, they didn't even bother. I got the dogs in and then the dogs every day I let them out. They were going everywhere where one been and peeing on it. And, um, and then and I had a problem with the German shepherd across the road. I mean, across the side of us, she, they would bug her at night. And the, I think it was the young ones. Now, that's something else I need to say. You know, people think that the big, big giants are the ones that are out there messing with people at night. It ain't the big giants. They're asleep. It's the, it's the young ones. It's the scouts. They're the ones that's messing with you at nighttime. And they'll run. They were running that. They got, they were messing with that German Shepherd. They were just standing up there. I couldn't really see it real good because it was dark. But she was on the other side of the road just going off. So I had let my dogs out and her and my, one of my dogs chased them all the way in the woods. And at least I got my dog back. And she came, she came back. They didn't hurt her either, but they were, they were, they would get out there at night because she was running loose. So they would get out there and tease her like you wouldn't believe. And, uh, you know, but it's, you know, to me now, what it is for me now is uh, I think what I tell people is, you know, all that mind speaking stuff and all that, all what you call um, astro, astro. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, astro, astro visions, or it's—I forget what it's called, but it's like astro teleport, where you would teleport out of your body. You leave your, you leave your oh, body. Oh, astro, astro projection. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, I, I was what I, I think it was so funny when I was watching Doctor Strange for the first time. I was like, I seen him doing all that, and I was like, what well, crap? I've done. It's happened to me before, and I was wow. like, I, it, it happened to me so many times. I mean, I couldn't count on it, but then it was one. I mean, and I still don't know how to explain it, man. It's like, I think it's because I graduated Bigfoot school. I think it's what, that's how I, that's how I explain it. They take me into a cave. This is an astral projection now. I'm walking in a cave. Rows and rows of seats in this cave and nothing but squatches everywhere. And they, and they take me all the way to the end of that cave where this is big one standing. And to this day, I, I, I tried my best to try to get them to tell me what, what, what they said they won't. But I think it's like I said, when you've reached that point with them, you know, then they I think it's they've they 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 accepted me as them, one of them. And that's why now that's why now I can go anywhere and want to come out. I mean, I know they're here. I know they're here. I've seen them down there, but. I stay so busy now. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like the, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm the one that I, I, I love this place so much. I keep it clean constantly. I'm always, I'm always here cleaning. I'm outside doing the yard work. I'm running, running my wife backwards and forwards to work. You know, I cook all the food here. I do all the cooking. And I said, so I'm so busy now. I just can't find the time to sit there and go down to the woods and look. But I know they're down there. And plus, we got. 
we got two ponds back there and a creek. So you know good and well there's some down there. And I know I've seen one down there when we first come and looked at this place. So, and and the ones that showed up up here a while ago, I mean, well, ain't nothing. I went out, I left out here tonight, right? We had a bad storm and there's two huge footprints in the, in the grass. I said, listen, it can't be mine. I said, who walked in this freaking grass in the dark with big giant feet? They said that what they're doing, what they did was they come up here while I was gone and come in the yard. And I've been finding, I've been finding footprints. I'm just, I'm just not one of them footprint people, you know, because I mean, honestly, what are you going to get? What are you going, what are you going to get with a footprint when you, when say you wind up cast, you done cast 20 of them, where are you going to put them? You know, where are you going to put them? And, and really, you know, footprints can be faked so easily, you know, it's 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 no point in trying, you know. As Stacy, I tell you, he's like, you, you, why ain't why ain't you ever cast these out here? There's one right there. I said, what's the point when I can film the real thing? I said, why do I need his footprint if I can go filming? And <laughs> it's like you know you you, you but he, I'll tell you something. What he's planning on doing? He's planning on coming up here at some point. He's got some kind of new device he's gonna put on my head. I don't know if we're gonna try to hunt. Hunt ghost or Bigfoot, but boy, uh, you put something on his head that already got all that knowledge and all that abilities. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's funny. He, oh shoot, we are over at this graveyard. Uh, we're over at this graveyard, and and I've got a ghost. I'm chasing him through the freaking woods. I got him on that thing. I think it's lit up plain as day. I don't get grabbed. He gets grabbed. He's filming me, but he's the one that gets grabbed. Then we go right around. Now it's pouring down rain. I mean, it's pouring down rain, and and I keep telling them something's in front of me, and I keep saying something's in front of me, and I rip my arm down, and my whole arm turned cold. Now it's hot, humid, and raining. There's no cold out there. So why did my hand get freezing cold? I had them all touch it just to see. So if that's on camera, just imagine what that's going to look like. I mean. I mean, you're talking about some killer, 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 big, I mean, ghost hunting stuff. And, and, uh, I mean, and then there's, and I honestly believe, you know, you know, Bigfoot can be energy. It can be total energy sometimes. And so we set a rim pod at the edge of the woods. I've got the EMF in my hand and I'm in the middle and I'm not near nothing to make the thing go off. Every light on is lit up. And it's lit up so much with energy, it's it's burning my hand. And it's buzzing. And I told him, I said, you need to film this. I said, see this? Because at the same time, the REM pod's going off. So something really, really strong and powerful was right there next to me. And uh, and uh, if he got that on camera, and he even told me, he said, that thing stood lit up almost, to, I think he said, at 2 o'clock in the morning. They left it. 10 or 11 and they left and went home i mean went to their campgrounds and they said the whole time that thing was lit up so it was so strong in my hand that they thought that that that, that much energy and it's still there and i mean imagine what imagine what was there that was that powerful it had to have been a sasquatch i mean i don't know nothing i don't know nothing else that could have been that strong you know to make that happen and and we got all that on film, and if he edits it right and puts it on, I mean, there's other stuff too, Lake Shawnee, uh, the cabin on 360. I mean, 
there is one scene at the cabin on it's one scene at the cabin on 360 where where i say is anybody here satan that's the response we get satan i said oh satan's here i said i said what are you gonna do this god-loving man right here next thing i know stuff starts moving all around the room <laughs> you know what i wasn't oh. scared and that's another thing they showed me how to do see i was come to find out i was one of the you you hear about these type of people that have abilities that when they're asleep they open up portals while they're asleep and let things in that's how a lot of that's how a lot of kids and a lot of people that when they find out if you watch these ghost shows they'll find out it's actually the person that's sleeping in the room that's letting the stuff out well that's the way i was and if i got to where it got so bad with me and i mean ghosts where i used to live i couldn't go to bed i had to stay up till the daylight and then i could go to bed because if i went to bed something would happen and um and you know and but they taught me how to block them out. They said if any, they showed me how to keep anything out of my mind that I want out. Like this dude, this dude really reamed me on this wrestling show one time. He 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 almost had everybody trying to kill me. He lied about me, and then he had all of them out there ready to kill me. And then the police showed up, and the police got me out of there. And the police told me, "You got contracts with these people." I said, "Nope." And he said, "Well, then you leave." So I left and. I said, yes, so, well, let's just, I, I thought he'd done something really terrible to me doing that because he could have got me hurt doing lying on me. And he took half the money when he wasn't supposed to take any of the money. And I didn't have enough to pay everybody. And that's what happened. And um, so, uh, so let's we go back another year or so. We're riding by his house and we're riding by his house and, um, I said, I, I said, it'd honestly be nice if it's his house. But I said, I'm not going to wish that on him. I said, karma's going to get him eventually. You know, I really believe in karma. I mean, I really do. I mean, I mean, that show, My Name is Earl, was funny. But I really believe it's something to it because it got him. I mean, they found him in his truck about a year later. He died of pneumonia and he died in his truck. Dude. Oh, Yeah. So it got, I mean, karma got him. I mean, oh, I could tell you a story. It's a list of people that, that wronged me that night. I mean, it's a list of them. I mean, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, so people mess with me. People mess with me. And then, you know, you know, but you know what's, you know, what's good right now. You know why I'm, why I'm happy now. All the haters are gone. They've gone. I don't know where they're at, but they're gone. Not only that, I've been getting friend request after friend request from everybody in the ghost world and the Sasquatch world. I mean, I'm getting, I'm gotten so many friend requests. I get probably sometimes 20 a day. Some of them are duds. I mean, you think they're legit and then they come messaging you about this, this special. If you ever seen them, they'll, they'll be nice to you and then they'll tell you. Hey, have you ever have you ever heard have you heard about the um the big fund that Facebook's giving away? Or, or it's one now, the new one is COVID. You go in and go ahead and try to darn screw the Pete government all that COVID money and see what happened. You'd be sitting in jail. I mean, there's but these you know what I'm doing to these people now? I'm not unfriending them. You know, I tell them, I said, that crap's not real. I said, that's a scam, and I tell them that. But, you know, and then you have, I've been having now, I've been having women coming on there, friending me left and right. 
I mean, and some of them, some of them want more, more than just to be friends. And I mean, one even sent me a nude picture of herself and was trying to get me to give me or give her my phone number and everything. I said, nope. I said, plus I'm a, I'm a happily married man. I've been this year be 32 years. I'm not interested in nobody else. You know, I mean, I mean, when you've been married this long, I mean, he even showed it to my wife. I said, because I don't keep nothing from her. I just showed it to her. I said, look what, look what somebody sent me. And you know what? I found out today. I went back to look and she's blocked me on Facebook because she don't want it because I wouldn't give her my phone number. I'm assuming she was wanting more. Probably, they're probably going to try to con me out some money or something. Uh, I think that's a lot. That's another thing they do, what you call catfishing. But I don't get, I don't get duped by none of that crap, you know. But, but if you got a legitimate page and I scroll down and, I see you posted pictures and you and there and it goes for a while. You assume these people are legit. But then you get I mean, I've got and not to mention, here's the funny one. How many Illuminati um invites have you got? Because <laughs> I got oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, all I'm trying to get you to join the Illuminati. That's a, that's the new thing this year. Uh, but yeah. uh you yeah. know what I told them? I said, if you're real, this is what this is how I put it. If you're real and you want me to join, then where's the money? I said, as soon as you provide me that money, then I'll believe you're real. Until then, nope. Because <laughs> I don't mm. believe, I know it's real. These people on Facebook now, I don't believe is. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't think they're, it's the, what you call Freemasons. It's the Freemasons. It's the, shoot, you got the, what is it called? The reptilian, um, Ones that live yep. underground. Yeah, yep. the overlords, the reptilian overlords. Mm-hmm. That's what you got. That's what's really running this country. I mean, it's world based. You know? Part of the NWO. Yeah, it's like we like we were saying, I believe this was a weapon they used with this COVID. It was a weapon. It wasn't it was used, it was used to kill off old people and people with, with lung problems. And that's what it was for. You the know, great reason the those you say the great the great reset is happening buddy yeah but it's like like you said you gotta have people like me you gotta have people like me i'm immune to the crap i ain't had it and i mean my wife had it but i ain't had it and i didn't you know they told me she's gotta be in another room she's gotta be quarantined away from everybody you know what i told her sit on the couch with us because i mean i wasn't worried about i had her almost healed before they even told her she had it i mean that's how it because I was giving her mucinex and stuff, and I healed her. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't get sick. I mean, I take, uh, let's see, I take two turmeric every morning. I take magnesium. I take zinc. I take vitamin C. I take, uh, uh, oh, what is it, the one for cramps? I, I, I take that one. Um, that way I don't have leg cramps anymore. I don't, I I, I take the magnesium because it, it, it helps. The vitamin D3 helps. That's the one I was thinking of. You know, I only take the ones that help me. I don't, I've tried a bunch of them now, but right now I've narrowed it down to like six vitamins that I know help me. And that's why I didn't think about it. What did, what do they say helps get rid of COVID? Zinc, vitamin C, and what is the other one? There's like a couple of them that that I take that I've been taking for years. So I mean, no one, my body's built up immunity to that that crap. I don't get sick, and you know, 
I mean, and and I I can get up some mornings, and this is no joke. My legs and my legs and hips will be hurting so bad they be throbbing. And once that stuff kicks in, the pain's gone. And I mean, how many people? And if everybody else did like me and stop relying on those those pharmaceutical drugs, you know how many people be living longer? No. Oh, dude. I mean, dude, I'll be fifty-two this year. Do I look it? No, <laughs> honestly, no. That's what I'm saying. You 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 live your life. I mean, and I tell you something. I've been doing more now than I have ever. I'm drinking. I've always drunk water, but I'm drinking more water now than I ever have. Mm-hmm. I drink pure leaf tea and I drink water. And I and the only pure leaf tea I drink is that regular sweet tea. I don't get that extra sweet crap and. Because it's regular sweet tea is not sweet. It's not that not that much sugar in it, and and it don't make me fat. So that's why I drink it. I drink it because. Mm. But I also brew. I also brew tea. I brew. I brew some unsweet. I drink unsweet tea, and and I drink that pure leaf. And the reason I like the pure leaf is it's so much like a really good strong cup of tea. And and uh, in the morning times when your stomach's upset or or. You know, you got sinus problems and stuff. The first, last thing you want to drink is some unsweet tea. You know, it'll make you so, so sick. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but that's what I do. You know, that's what I do. And it's like I was talking to do today about what, you know, why I post pictures of what, you know, when I go to Costco and stuff. I mean, people give me grief about, oh, you this big spender and all. Don't everybody go grocery shopping? No, everybody go. I just I get back home. I was like, I want to show everybody the cool stuff I got. I ain't, I mean, why don't everybody do that? You know, why why is it why I gotta get grief for it or say, why are you spending all this money? Really? Not really, because I spent five hundred dollars the other day, but you should see the stuff we got and how long it's gonna last us. I mean, shoot, that ribeye was two hundred and twenty dollars. I got fourteen ribeyes out of that. So you know how much I'm gonna save now? No, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. why I did it. I got I got some Wagyu hamburger because I just love that hamburger. And three packs of that is like sixteen dollars. And if you buy any pack at Walmart that's organic or or you know, go you're gonna pay five, six dollars for it. And how much am I paying for that? Five bucks. So for a pack. So that's and that Wagyu is some of the best hamburger you ever lay your mouth on, dude. And, oh yeah, and problem. My problem now is I love those prime ribeyes so much that I can't buy nothing else. Once you get one, it melts in your mouth like it. Now I will stay away from the wagyu's because the wagyu's I ain't paying no hundred dollars for no steak, just one steak. You know, I, I'd be unless I'm filthy rich and I can waste money like that. And no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I mean. Prime is the closest thing you're going to get to that, too. So, you know, and that's another thing, too. You think about the spiritual change in me. I mean, I move here. I've never been a person to want to grow my own fruit or plant trees. And ever since I've been here, it's all I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I got a tomato. It's got over 100 tomatoes on it right now. And I've been taking care of it and keeping it alive. And, and I'm like thinking to myself, I mean, when did I get a green thumb? I my mama had the green thumb. I didn't. But. You know, and my mama taught me. I mean, people people don't know this, but my mom was dying of Lou Gehrig's disease, and oh. she was the one, you know, yeah, she was the one doing all the cooking. And um, and poor thing, I mean, 
somebody had to take up the role of cooking, you know. So they came to me. They took and put me beside her bed with a with a um with a hot plate, and she taught me how to cook. And I'm the one that had to start cooking for the family. And but she taught me. She taught me how to bake. I learned me how to bake cakes, and um, um, she learned me how to bake cakes. I learned all my baking stuff from her, and I mean, that's why I want to go back to the grave and see if I can talk to her, you know, because I kind of think she's the reason why I've got the green thumb now, you know, but just imagine in a couple of years, man, white peaches. I got white peaches out there. I got yellow peaches out there, blackberries, blueberries, um, wine sap apple tree, big red delicious apple tree, and uh, Japanese, well, I think it's called Japanese evite or something like that, apple tree. So I got three apple trees out there, and and a blackberry and blueberry, and and three three um three um peach trees. And man, when they start coming in and growing, I'm gonna have some good eat. <laughs> and you know what? When when you it's honestly when you get a taste of it, like the tomatoes, they just taste better. When you grow them, they taste better than if you buy them in the store. I mean, think about the the peaches. I actually got two or three little white peaches off of it. I let them get ripe. I pulled them off the tree and I, I didn't give it a little bite, but man, that little bite gave me so much freaking energy. I mean, the same thing with the blueberries. When you get a blueberry, just one blueberry and eat it from the vine out there, I mean, the energy that would come from it. Just imagine if you got a whole bowl of them and eat them. And I mean, I, I'm, and I did that so when they all, the trees grow up, then the dogs have shade. Because right now, the, where their fence is, there's no shade around it. So once it grows up, they'll have shade. And I, if this thing, I'm thinking about the dogs. And it's something else I said. This is the type of person I am. Do you know, let's just say the gift of sight gets picked up by a TV and I get some real money from it. You know what I'm going to do if I start get, or if I start getting a record contract or, 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 or a movie contract or my screams in the night movie gets put into a movie. I'll be a millionaire if that thing gets put into a movie. I've been trying my best to get Stacy to just go shoot this first scene of it and try to sell it. And I mean, because I'm telling you, I've had the story read by a lot of people. I mean, it's the best freaking killer movies. I mean, you, you it it takes you back to the days of Jason and Freddy, and well, not Freddy, but Jason and Michael Myers, not the new crap, but it it gives you that feel of the old stuff. The reason, honestly, the reason I wrote it was, you know, at this point, you know, my little girl's a baby, and I'm watching her at home, and. I get bored and I see Rob Zombie's Halloween and I'm like, Oh man, I got it. I got to make it. I'm going to write a better movie than that. Cause I'm tired. Really what it was was I was tired of people and they still doing it, remaking these things. So I wrote an original story with an original character who, who gets supernatural powers that they really, they really got a problem with. I mean, when he, when he does wake back up, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it's just, the story, you know, the stories of, you know, the little girl, you know, he's hanging out with witches. I mean, his daddy beats him, so he goes down to the swamp and hangs out with witches. But he asked the witches, he said, how can I be like you guys? He wanted to be like them. His mama was like that, but he didn't know it. But but so, you know, he already had the ability. He just didn't know he had it. But they told him he had to go through a ritual 
He had to kill 10 little girls before they became 11. And he had to do it before midnight. He had to kill them. He slices their throat. It don't matter about the family if he get, but he's got to get he's got to get ten of them. So he kills nine. He gets to number ten. He does cut her throat, but the police get catch him. Police turn the police turn around and shoot him three or four times, and then drag his body and throw it into the swamp where the alligators were, because they didn't want nobody knowing they had a serial killer. The little girl lives. Whether there's like now we we that's the whole beginning, but then the whole beginning, but then the old witches drug him out of the swamp and took him to California, and uh, and then he when he does wake up, he wakes up and he kills them. He kills the witches, but he he somehow gets their powers, and uh, all he can think about is he's got to come back and kill her because he didn't finish what he was started to do. So so he starts killing people that look like her. And every time he does, she feels it because she's got a psychic connection with his knife where he didn't where he cut her. But she lived. So every time he kills somebody now, but she's going around telling everybody she feels it. But she but but they think she's crazy. They don't th- they think she just having nightmares and they don't think it's really, really him. But then he keeps coming and he keeps coming and he's working his way back to her. And he start he's killing people, and then they, they they try to catch him in Texas, and he kills like a good. I think I think he kills like nine 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 um Texas Rangers out in the woods when they try to catch him. Then he jumps on a train where nobody knew nobody knew where he was, and he started heading back. But every town he was killing people, so they knew that they start figuring out that that it's really him, and he's coming back to get her and. Oh shoot! When he does get back, it's bad. <laughs> and what I'm saying, just imagine if that gets made. Mm-hmm. I mean, just oh man, it's it's like taking the whole idea of you know. I just sat down and just wrote it. I mean, and and I'm so proud of it because it's so good. And I just so say Stacy because you ever heard that? Have you ever heard that song um, by Cro- that band Crocus called "Screaming in the Night"? Mm-mm. Well, it's got this real creepy music at the beginning of it. I mean, creepy. And I was driving down the road listening to that song, and all I kept seeing was this the empty street with the smoke coming down it, and that creepy music playing as it goes up into her room. And that's how the movie would come on. You know, I would I would have I would have it. He goes up into her room. And then he goes up in there. To, he goes up in there, and right when he goes to kill her, she wakes up, and that's how the movie starts. You know, she wakes up, and now it's in present time, but it starts out kind of like, you know, it's almost like she's having this vision, and he's coming to get her, and then she wakes up screaming. But that's why it's called Screams in the Night, you know, because he's killing them, and he's killing them in the night. And uh, that's how I come up with it. The song's called Screaming in the Night, but I took. The, I listened to it and got the whole movie from it. I hmm. mean, ain't that cra- yeah? I mean, ain't that crazy? I mean, I got that kind of ability. I mean, I've had that kind of ability. I mean, I'll tell you something else funny. Did you did you hear my little rap that I did the other day about them dudes hating me on my food? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I just come up with that. <laughs> I come up with it. I was picking on my daughter. I said, well, maybe I'm going to be a country rapper because, I mean, rappers are the only ones I know of that just can come up with something like that on the fly like that. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was just sitting right here and I was sitting right here and I, <laughs> I just blurted it out. 
And I was like, uh, I was like, you know, it's easy to do stuff like that. But but I'm going to tell you right now, I mean, this is no joke. The kind of the reason why I ain't been doing anything is because I'm waiting on Stacy. Because mm-hmm. I had more fun doing these projects with him and his crew. Then it makes me feel more, you know, because everything I've been doing mostly has been by myself. Yeah. But I would love to have, I mean, it's no joke. Somebody um, um in another town said they want to come film with me. There's a bunch of people now saying they want to. Another dude said that Amazon has showed interest in me. I don't know how true I that saw is. that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, he called, he called me and told me. He said, don't be surprised they don't show up your door one day with cameras because he said they want to do it. He said they love that idea. They like the idea more that that I was able to lose weight and and heal myself with American stuff because they think that might be a marketable thing there. And Mm -hmm. so it may be. It may very well be because, I mean, I could be the spokesman for Tameric, you know, Mm -hmm. because I mean, it's I mean, why would you rather have a, you know, why would you rather have a doctor talking about it or somebody who takes it every day and, and swears by it? I mean, yeah. and I don't, you know, I take, I take Q and all. And, and this is no joke. I go, I go get my shoulder. I get, I go get my shoulder. Cause my shoulder, I tore my rotator in my shoulder. So I had to go to the doctor and get a shot in it. And the doctor, he's one of these doctors that don't give pain out, out, out pain medicine. So I tell him about my legs and everything. And, and, um, he said, well, what are you taking for it? And I told him, he said, which kind of turmeric are you taking? I said, Q and all. He said, well, that's the kind you need to be taking because he said, that's the best one. And uh, no, and I, now I got the 1500 milligram kind now. And man, two of them and two of them in a day really helps. I mean, I take two a day. I mean, um, they they try to say you're only supposed to take one a day, but I'm a big dude. I ain't, I, I can take more than most people can. But, you know, and not only that, you know what, you know what, I'm one of these people that would rather be in pain and be awake and alive than somebody who's laying in bed drugged out of their mind. You know, that's the kind of person I am. I mean, I'd rather get up, I'd rather get up and, you know, and do things and and feel, feel like Superman. Well, just think about this, think about this. I was out there, it was storming, I was out there mowing the grass which mowing the grass in the in the dog lot and and trying to grill steaks at the same time before the storm hit and you know how what I almost pulled it off I got half the yard mowed <laughs> and I did get the steaks grilled that's and right after I did that man it got bad out there but but you know like I said I don't I don't get mad at rains like that because the tree my fruit trees love it mm-hmm. and I've got two weeping willows down there that they're going to be enormous if it keeps raining like this that's all them things do is drink water um, yeah. and they grow fast and I mean they're already 10 feet tall imagine what they're going to be in another couple months I mean you know and but you know what we're doing down there we put two weeping willows down there and when they get grown up we're going to put a fire pit down there and we're going to get one of these kind you can grill and, and cook on and we're just going to get some get some cool lawn equipment and just sit out there when it cools off and that and and grill and 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 have the big trees around us and make us feel like we're sitting in during Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it, it's like a whole you know when when it's your place now you can do what you want. 
you know yeah. when you live in somebody else's place it's only so and plus the place i was living i'll tell you right now the four years i was in that house up there where i was at i call that purgatory that's how bad it was whoa i mean giant, giant rats i mean we with my white boxer killed them all the time every time she killed one we'd find another one and giant rats um you know our toilet in one room wasn't flush you had to fill it up to flush it because you couldn't find a part for it it's so old and then the other then then my daughter had black mold in her roof and my other my bedroom had a big hole in the wall and and then in the closet space i was wondering why rain kept getting in there and i realized it's a hole in the roof and they wouldn't fix nothing and the and the sink in the kitchen was rotten <laughs> so you i mean that's a dude that's a kind of that's the kind of place I was living in, but I had no choice because when we got basically thrown out of the place we've been paying rent for all the time, you know, when we basically got thrown out, now you got to think about not only you and your kid and your wife, but you got to think about those four dogs. And you got to think about them dogs because I'm not one of these people that's going to send them to the pound just to move. So you had to take what you could get at the time because that lady was giving us. You weren't giving us hardly no time to move. And uh, I mean, how bad is how bad is a person to come and come and collect your rent and then come back to and an hour later with an eviction notice? I mean, that's yeah. the kind of person that's the kind of person she was. That's why I said I don't rent from nobody no more. It's all it is is our responsibility to pay this mortgage. As long as we do that, this is ours. All right, buddy. I bet we need to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to thank you for coming on, brother. I appreciate your uh, really appreciate your time that you spent with us, talking to us, and and you're welcome to upload all of it. I don't think we said anything. I didn't say anything out of the ordinary. So I mean, no. You know, if you want to put the whole thing up, you can or whatever. Oh, sorry about that. I put my big. No, you're good. You're good. I uh, I I I usually do very light editing. So and it's usually just like if I cough or like. Du- like doubled up words or stuff like that so all right but yeah brother uh thank you again for coming on and we'll talk to you soon and i'll mess I'll, I'll send you a message here in the next few days or so all right man well have a good one all right you too brother thank you again oh yeah thank you too all right, all right. i'll see you all right, all right. later buddy And that's all I got for you today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share and subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star rating with a quality review. It would mean a lot to me. Those quality reviews and five stars help build my listener base, which gives me more incentive to create bigger and better audio productions and episode content. You can also find this podcast episode on the Bigfoot and the Citizen Scientist podcast YouTube page in its entirety. I tend to cut down the audio for my podcast episodes a lot of times, so for those of you who are interested in longer conversations and or just want to watch the interview live, you can find it there. I'll try to have it up by this coming Wednesday, depending on how the video editing goes with my lack of laptop screen. Either way, I'll keep you all updated. Well, before I let you go, I want you to always remember to love yourself, to love others, be kind, be safe, and until next time.
this place Dante's Inferno The Devil's Maze It's a good world Good world going back It's a good world. 